out there to Divorce Devil episode 155. We have Rachel with some stuff on her head, which is interesting. I've uh, been trying to wear different hats, and today, now it's my rose gold that are Minnie Mouse ears. Today we're talking about how to get through the holidays. This is part B to episode 151. So we're going to talk about some some different ways on how to get through the holiday blues. And uh, because right now it's the holidays, and for some people it's blues. Even some of us people on the podcast, maybe a little bit. Um, so um, go ahead and take it away, Rachel, and then I'll chime in and say what we talked about last time. And then we'll give us some stuff for this time. Part B. One of the big things that were the, the lack of Christmas spirit, I think. Okay. Um, I think because of, I don't know if it's because the weather's been crazy or it just doesn't feel like Christmas because we had 70 degree weather. It's dark when you wake up. Oh, well, when I wake up and go to work, it's dark. When I get home, it's almost dark. There's not much light of day. Um, I was just feeling so run down. Work is really bizarre this year. Um, you know, I work in an elementary school and the behaviors are just off the rails. Badass and so kids. as a nurse, I'm dealing a lot more. I am. I'm dealing a lot more with you behavior after uh, after effects of behavior, not even just the child hurting themselves, but hurting other people or hurting staff. And so it really is become like, I don't know that's my role in this, in this job, but I've taken it on and now it's just become overwhelming. And, you know, so a lot of stuff that normally happens at Christmas, I've had already done by like the first week of December, like yep. day after Thanksgiving, the trees up, I've decorated, I've done all the things. I'm tired. I'm like, I don't have the extra energy. And I think what has happened too is if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. And that's okay because I love Christmas. Like in October, I'm like, Christmas is coming. You know, I want to watch all the movies. I want to watch Hallmark the day, the Christmas movies, the day Hallmark lets them out. Um, you know, and this year I don't feel it. I don't feel that magic. I keep saying Not like, feeling so, it. Yeah. And so when I, um, sorry, I have fake eyelashes and they're, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, and so, um, I think it's not so much that it won't be a great Christmas. It's just going to be different. Like I don't have my kids in the morning um, and my kids are older. And then I have my son who's 12 and he's going away for spring break. So a lot of our things he's asking for is for that. So it won't even use them until then. Gotcha. So there's just a lot of, you know, he's asked for money for his trip or things specifically for his trip. And, you know, he's never been the kid that asked for a grandiose Christmas. He was always happy with like one or two things. And then, you know, the necessities. And so I think because I don't have a lot of family around me, I've just gotten into this. Funk. Well, the funk. Yeah. The Christmas and divorce so, funk. Part of it too, though, is as a nurse, I don't go to the doctors unless there's a problem. And so I finally went to my doctor, had some blood work done. Like my vitamin D is low and my, um, the worst my, patients. My, yeah. Exactly. And some of the things were just supplements that my body's not producing because it's dark all the time. I'm not getting vitamin D. I live in Colorado. Um, most of the time I'm inside because that's what my work is. And, you know, it's okay to ask for help, whether it's, you know, going to the doctor or going to the therapist. Those are all parts of taking care of yourself. And I don't think, you know, I can only speak as me, but as a mom, I feel like I have to do it all. 
and it's okay to ask for help and say, you know what? No, I don't really want to do that this or year. Or say no. Yeah, correct. No is an yeah, so aphrodisiac. I will create Christmas. It won't be terrible, but it's not. it doesn't feel the same this year. And I think a lot of people are feeling that, especially with like seasonal affect disorder. I think a lot of people are having that just yep. because your vitamin D is low and all the things. And unless you have someone else in your life that's willing to create the expectations of it you have to let that go a little bit you have to be willing to say okay it's still christmas is still going to come whether i decorate my tree or whether i decorate my house or put the lights up or do the things december 25th will show up it's what i make of it and if i'm not feeling my best you know hopefully you have a partner or a family that's willing to say hey we're going to help you get there and it's starting like the trees up we did gingerbread houses but my son is sick now and you know i know you're proud of me speed bumps Uh, baby speed bumps speed bumps so let's talk about Uh, uh, what we talked about last time 151 before you start crying no crying Uh, I got my mini mouse ears. How can I cry? One fifty-one. We talked about make new traditions, uh, stay busy, uh, make lots of plans, and say yes to holiday parties, invitations. Keep your calendar full to avoid loneliness. Uh, Honor your feelings. Know that feeling sad or blue is normal. Uh, Plan a trip. Get away just for a day or two, either a weekend trip out of town. Uh, Limit social media. I think social media is sometimes a killer. It's a pain in the ass when people are divorced. Well, uh, find a community. Like, see, yep. Yeah, like with mine, I see my my extended family, like my siblings and yeah. cousins, and all this doing all this fun Limit stuff that, that shit, I normally man. Limit do. Limit that shit. Or, you know, my my traditions are way different than you know my partner right now's traditions. They're they're different, and so you either integrate them or someone loses out. Yep. And so. I feel like I'm missing out because all my, sorry. None of this stuff. Anyway, so anyway, find a community. There it is. <laughs> jo- See, you're allowed to have, I haven't cried. I'm really good jo- on this podcast. Join a local okay. singles mixer. A mixer, man, that people, that's an old word. Unless you're dating or married yes. now, don't do that. Yeah, don't don't join a single mixer <laughs> if, if you're dating or married. Uh, practice self-care, <laughs> which we talk about all the time. That's number one thing. Uh, and yeah. reflect on the positives. Uh, remember the parts of the season you enjoy most. And I'm trying to figure out what they are. I think it's the food. Uh, decoration <laughs> food or nostalgic uh, movies. Oh, I love Hallmark movies. I love Christmas movies. Yes, I love Hallmark movies. Okay, so if you have not watched Daddy's Home 2, haven't watched you that. have to watch that. We just watched this this morning. And let me tell you, almost every part of that movie, every scene of that movie has something funny. And the more time, it's one of those ones, the more times you watch it, you're like, I didn't even know he said that. But <laughs> It's really good. So I recommend Daddy's Home too. It really does bring that family dynamic of fathers and sons and, you know, I recommend, I recommend, uh, Melissa McCarty, um, uh, Jeannie. That's a good one. Oh, really? That's the new one that's out, right? Yep. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. And, and then number one thing, set boundaries. Decline events if you need time alone. Be prepared for prying questions and don't feel pressures to spill all the details. That's a big one in our house right now. Don't um, spill not the tea. Not necessarily for us, but for the the adult children in our lives. They're experiencing mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I have five different holidays I have to go do. So if my, if divorced parents are divorced and now you're married and then you have all the different things. And I think a lot of it comes to... 
if you don't set boundaries early on, you can end up, you know, 24 mar years married and, you know, going, no, I'm not going to take that anymore. That's not yep. what I want. And that's, that's not, it hasn't been fair to me or whatever. And so you're, you know, our, our older children that are experiencing it right now, their spouse now may be like, I'm not going to put up with that shit. I'm not yep. going to put up with your family being disrespectful to you or myself because now we're a family. And I think we're, we've been through it enough that we're like, okay, unless you set boundaries, oh, it's yeah. on you because yep. that person's not going to set boundaries. That person is going to be who they are until someone says, Hey, take, take, you know take, what? We're not going to take anymore. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think a lot of times when that person is being like, you need to spend time with me, or you need to do this, or you did this, or blah, 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 or you were here, um, it really is, they don't know they need to change until someone says, you know what, you're being shitty, like, stop acting like that. And so it's really some big steps that have to be taken, and we can only guide them, we can't really tell them what to do, and yep. They call us for advice, we're going to give them our honest advice, and, you know, we're we're definitely those you don't have to see us on Christmas. We have all this time off, especially because of the field that we're in, our careers. Every day is Christmas. And like David always says, you may not have your kids on Christmas this year. You may have your kids on New Year's or Thanksgiving or Easter or whatever it is. Or your kids may not live with you full time. They may live in a different state. So you have to make every time you see them Christmas-esque if that's what you're there you know, you some people love Halloween more than they love Christmas. So make it your everyday's Halloween kind of things. So you have to find what works for you. And a lot of times it's off-putting. You're like, well, what about me? Why don't I get the same attention or the same respect going, hey, you need to spend time with me, but I don't want to say you need to spend time with me. But, you know, if you said you were going to spend time and now you're not, then, like, how's that fair? You know, so there's a lot of things that go into, like, people's feelings being hurt and i'm just like i don't fucking care just show up or don't or say you're coming, <laughs> say you're coming or don't like i don't, don't fucking care seriously yeah. like really like i was in a marriage where everything revolved around everybody else and never really felt like anything was mine so until now in this in this phase of my life, I'm like, I'm going to make it whatever I want. And I don't, if you follow suit, that's great. But I don't expect you to have to because whatever you want yours to be yep. might be different than mine. And just because we're together doesn't mean that has to make waves. Like, hey, way. you know, so let's yeah. talk about new ways to help people over 40, old folks, over, uh, to recover from the holiday blues during Christmas after divorce or during a divorce. What uh, I found, which is right up your alley, believe it or not, uh, create a gratitude journal. Hit it. Yeah. Well, gratitude, well, it's mindfulness, gratitude, um, journaling. All these things put your feelings into a space, right? So you're taking it out of you, whether it's negative or you're like, I always feel like I'm a chaos coordinator. Like I see all the chaos and I'm trying to put it together because in order for my life to function, I need to almost have a schedule or like, okay, this is what I normally do. And this works and this doesn't work. And then I trip over something. I'll say, like, what was I doing in the first place? Like, so I need to, if I'm having moments, I'm definitely that person that shuts down and my brain just keeps going. And I usually make things worse than they actually are because I overthink. Mm -hmm. So when I journal or when I do a gratitude journal, or if I practice mindfulness, it really is stopping the chaos in my head and saying, now that I'm reading it, it's almost like it's not mine anymore because I've let it go onto the paper or 
wherever that space is. And I get to see it in a different, you know, perspective. And sometimes that perspective, oh, well, you're just making a mountain out of a molehill with that one. But, you know, I can see a trend of this person's disrespecting you, say, at work or at home or someone's child or your stepchildren or whatever are disrespecting you. And you're like, unless I change that or unless I bring it up, and maybe I don't want to bring it up because it's going to make more waves. Well, sometimes you have to get in those uncomfortable situations to grow. So unless you're willing to be uncomfortable, that journal now is your comfort. Like, okay, I wrote it down and no one has to see it, but I can work on it now that I see it, if that makes sense. And then you can always reference back to it. Say, hey, how was yeah. I feeling this this past Christmas? And then you go, hey, let and- me look at my journal and see. And that's a big thing too. I always say like, make sure you date it, make sure you date even time, even like how you're feeling. Um, you know, I'm not in a great headspace today and this is how I'm feeling. So tomorrow when I read it and I'm in a good headspace, it's like, Oh, wow, look, I actually came out of that. Um, I think anytime you can see a little tangible goal accomplished, it helps you heal, even though you don't know what it's doing it. And eventually there become they become bigger steps and bigger ways to help you deal with the larger goals and like setting boundaries, like setting a boundary doesn't like stop. You're going to set a boundary. You got two pissed off people now because you set the boundary and you don't normally set the boundary. And if you say, you know what, I'm going to keep trying mm-hmm. three times and you try three times and it still doesn't work. I'm going to try one more time. And if it doesn't work, I'll do this. And you can, you can progress on setting a boundary without even knowing that that's what you did. That's a, that's a hard boundary. So another yeah. one is uh, explore new hobbies. Do something that you never did before, like yeah. skydive or Pick something. Look at you. You, yeah. you started pickleball. Like, yeah. You didn't know you would want to play in a kind of like pick a tennis, but yet. Uh, Ping pong kind of sort of. Yeah. 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 With 80 year old ladies. Oh, yeah. The sexy <laughs> ones. The hot mamas. 80 year old, hey, who's your daddy? <laughs> I like older women. <laughs> I like to, I, I like the way you roll that wheelchair on the pickleball court. <laughs> yeah, so you know, new new hobbies, you know, something get out of your comfort this zone. Year. Get get out of your comfort zone is is really big. And that will really yeah. challenge you to think. Well, like podcasting for me was I knew I wanted to do something more than, you know. Hey, I went through a divorce. I can talk to you about it. Hey, I'm a nurse. I did this. Hey, I'm a bereavement counselor. Back in the day, I can do this. Or I've been through different types of grief. And divorce is really one of those that it hits you. You know you had something happen. But you don't know how much it's going to affect you until you're going through it. We're like, if it's a death, you're like, okay, I'm sad now because that person no longer is going to be here. You know, we're gonna ha- mm-hmm. we're not going to have any more days. Where divorces, you're still having to deal with that person, Right. Most most times daily, if you have children, you still have to figure out what your life looks like after that. Um, and so divorce grief is different than, you know, a death or, you know, it, it just you don't know. I mean, with death, you, you don't know what, when it's going to hit you and it'll hit you. But you know why it's tangible. The person passed away. All mm-hmm. the things. Divorce is I saw my ex this time and didn't cry. Now I'm upset that I didn't miss him because I used to miss him and now I don't miss him. So you're like, what? What I think I divorce, I think divorce is kind of like the gift that keeps giving. Like it doesn't stop almost. Like like you yeah. said, like when you die, you die. Boom, it's over. You grieve for a while, but eventually you miss that person and you kind of move on. But it's 
but like divorce. The gift of like dog shit set on fire on your front porch. <laughs> yes. Hey, gifts can be it's good or bad. Gifts can be good or but bad. It's so shitty and stinks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and yeah. you stomp on it, and all you have is dog shit on your on your foot and and a bunch of ashes. Ashes, not asses. <laughs> Don't put ass on your bottom of your foot while you stomp dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I, I think we need, I think what happens is you have to learn that things are going to be different no matter what. Yeah. And so <laughs> get yourself out there. Try something new. Like yeah. podcast, like I was saying, podcasting for me was so therapy that I didn't know I so needed. Your date. Yeah. No, no, don't serial date. That's a hobby. (laughs) It can be a hobby. That's an addiction. That's an addiction. Let's not. Let's talk about that. Is not an addiction. It is not addiction. It's a hobby. Well, you a vagina, whatever. (laughs) How do you put vagina in there? Oh, addiction. It it is not a vagina addiction. It's it's a hobby. Okay. I mean, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I, One, I, two, three. I mean, if you want to pound wood, that's fine. <laughs> if that's your hobby, you do that. Oh. Just, just be safe and get your STDs checked. Yes, yes. And, and, and watch out for splinters if you're pounding wood. <laughs> Woodworking class. Yeah. Let me show you my tools. Let me show you something. Oh, I got a splinter. Yeah. Tetanus shot time. Yeah, so find so find a hobby or go back to a hobby that you love. Yeah, your ex didn't let you do. Yep, like Italian food or yep. seafood. <laughs> um, <laughs> something with an S. Yes, I S. Um, I mean you, and again, you now have the ability to start something new or try something new. Again, you may not have many money to do a new hobby. But yep. you can go watch them and do a hobby yep. and see if you're interested. And a lot of times you can try things for a free class or that's you know, called, like the pole dancing exercise class I tried. That was great. That's called a hobbyist voyeur. Look at someone yeah. else do a hobby that you can't do. <laughs> we trademark. I want to watch. I want to watch you do your hobby, baby. Go do your hobby. A hobby voyeur. A voyeur. <laughs> hobby voyeur. <laughs> Oh, wrong. Is there an extra R, two uh, extra R's? Uh, uh, like, for your R. So another one My is, hey, so but another I one is decorate your space. Decorate your space. You know, you yeah. know, make it crazy. Change it. Yeah, change it up. You know, uh, move some furniture, put some Christmas stuff in there. No you could have St. Pat's Day for Christmas. Do something different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Bust that shit. celebrate leprechauns at Christmas. Yeah. Have a unicorn Christmas. Pink clovers, yellow moons. Put <laughs> some fucking lucky charms on that tree. Here's your glitter. Even if you have a lucky charms Christmas. <laughs> every time I try to talk like a leprechaun, it ends up coming out pirate. Yeah. <laughs> We're hey, have a pirate Christmas. I, th- I think the lucky charm guy's uh, cousin, cousin was a pirate. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Because Lucky yeah. Charm has that little, that little zine. I mean, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's like skeletons and shit coming at you. So yeah. Lucky Charms and, and right. Lucky Charms. Little little charms for things in the stocking. What is the Lucky Charm That's guy's it. name? What the hell is his name? Does he have a name? Bud? Uh, Fred? He does. 
We're going to name him Fred. That's my brother's name. He's now. Nah. All right. Bud. He would not be happy Bud. to be a leprechaun. Bud. He's already, you know. Bud is the tall. leprechaun. Bud. 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 Yeah. Okay. Bud. All right. Not but. <laughs> Pink moons, yellow clovers. <laughs> his name is Lucky. Lucky? Lucky, get him. Get Lucky or whatever his name is. I so call him Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. But, but, but his real name is Bud Clover. <laughs> Bent over? What? <laughs> Bud what? Clover, not bent over. Anyway, decorate your space with Lucky Charms. <laughs> take, take some Lucky Charms and take and get a high glue gun and just put that shit all over your, uh, all Here's over your you space. <laughs> Here's what you got. Yeah. Checks. Yeah, take go. a take a take a paper plate. Uh uh take some some hot glue and put them on the lucky charms on the plate and put it on your door. And, and watch you your neighbors go, what the hell is this? And like let them walk through the village with you. <laughs> After you throw lucky charms everywhere and the mice oh, are like oh, yeah. all in your space. Yeah. Get your little stuff, a little Pied Piper thing. And hey, Lucky, your- Lucky Charms is really good for like for like um, uh, preventing burglaries. You know, you can put them on the floor and they they crunch when people step on them, so you know there's a burglar coming. Wow, that was far fetched. I know, I know, but I just thought about You're that. Pulling, pulling shit out your ass. I literally. know, I know. Getting ready hey, for that brown bags. Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, lucky charms uh, aren't really good without the marshmallows, so it's kind of like a half good cereal. Oh, okay. So um, <laughs> let's let's go another one. Um, attend social events. <laughs> go to social. Get events. out of your fucking house. Yeah, and get out of your house. Your yeah, leave leave lucky charms on the on the counter and get out of the house. Maybe maybe the elf will eat the lucky charms when you get home. Your house will be clean, and then you'll be really happy. Go out. Get yes. yourself out. Yes. Elf can't move unless you're not in your house. Limit alcohol and uh, unhealthy habits. <laughs> Look at those eyes. Yeah, limit your unhealthy habits. So, um, you know, you're going to do a doobie, do half a doobie. You know, you're going to drink a, You're going to drink a pint I of alcohol, drink half a pint. Go ahead. Well, my seasonal drink is hot chocolate and butterscotch schnapps. schnapps. Um, it just tastes like heaven. I found since I had COVID last year, alcohol doesn't taste the same. And it kind of – I don't enjoy it, which is yeah. good, I guess. Freaking COVID. Not, so I'm like, hot chocolate for all. Yay. Mm. So, but, yeah. Uh, um, let's, let's, let's speed this up because time's a waste. I think mindfulness of drinking too much alcohol or doing stuff that's not good for you is also important because I remember my first Christmas by myself – I was consuming too much alcohol and I literally had to make a conscious thought going, Hey, I think that's enough. There you go. And that's part of it growing. Really took me going, hey, you don't need to have an alcoholic drink in the morning if you don't have your kids with them, you know, or yep. should I start pre-gaming for my night out tonight? Or, you know, I don't really want to go on a date, but if I drink, everything looks better. So, um, be, be aware, be mindful of that. Be mindful of, you know, Think bad habits that are performing yep. because you're lonely or your things aren't working out. And remember, especially if you have kids, you don't want them to remember that, right? Yep. You want them to, they, they're going to know they have divorced that they're getting, their parents are divorced. Things are going to be different no matter what, but as much as you can help them get through it without any yep. waves, 
it's really kind. It's kindness. It really is kindness to your family and to say it, your ex, because you, you can't go through life that miserable and keep blaming each other. You know, you're getting divorced or you're divorced and things are different and it's not going to change. And so why make it any more difficult for your children? It is. And then another part of that, um, engage in acts of kindness. Go yeah. out and do kind things for people. I've always yeah. wanted to take take a take ten hundred dollar bills and go to the store and do that shit where they give out the bills and say, "Hey, I'll do with you. Can we spend your money?" <laughs> That's so. So, what do you get out of it? I mean, I will go with you How from you, the kindness. What of do you my get heart, out of it? What do you get out of it? Out if I'm money. dishing out the hundred dollar bill, what are you getting out of it? The happiness of saying, "Do you want a hundred dollar bill?" Oh, okay. Well, think about that. No, but but yeah, we're thinking about that. I mean, I would do five hundred, and you could do five hundred. Oh, God, we had to talk about that one, man. That's a very expensive Christmas, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. pet therapy. Pet your pet. Don't get a pet. pet somebody else's Bo- pet? No, no, no. Borrow a pet. We're not telling you to go out and buy a pet. Like if your brother or somebody has a pet, go to the shelter. Bring some blankets. Bring yeah. some. Pet toys, bring some blankets, bring Volunt- food. Bring- Volunteer at the pet shelter. Yeah, there you go. We're not a poop stall. Come on, people. Yep. We're not all we're not we're not above helping out the animals who can't help themselves. And and last but not least, learn from the experience. Yeah. So like I the mean, next they're... next Christmas you'll be ready and say, Hey, next Christmas I'm gonna do this, this isn't it. And next not- Christmas I shall take a vacation because yeah. fuck off. Yeah. I mean, that's okay to say, too. Next Christmas, I will have four chicks lined up for a date. And then go from there. You won't, but you're telling no. someone else. Yes, yes, yes. Someone else. Yeah. No, I think, I, you know, because New Year's, right after Christmas is New Year's, and everybody makes resolutions, and they do all this stuff that nobody ever follows through with. But if you set goals that help you, you're more willing to be like, okay, I have this goal. By New Year's, I want to, you know, go to the homeless shelter, make prepare meals. Maybe after you have your Christmas breakfast, go to the soup kitchen. After Christmas breakfast, go do something. Especially if you don't have your kids in the morning. You yep. want to do something, do something that makes your day good. Keep go serve busy. breakfast. Go take breakfast burritos to people that, you know, aren't, yep. don't have anybody for Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. There's a lot of homeless people and, you know, we see it every day here in, in Colorado Springs. There's just way more homeless people than there should be. And if you can take socks, Dollar Store has socks. Take yeah. Go buy 50 pairs of socks and pass them out. Do something to help others because it really does help your soul and it really does help you see how much you should be grateful Lucky for. Lucky you are. Yes, definitely. And give right. some lucky charms to someone like that. <laughs> bring them a, bring them a, a care box. package of breakfast. Yeah. Go some to lucky the charms. old people's home where their family doesn't visit them or their family's not here. Or you go visit someone. Go sing a song if you can sing. Go draw a picture. Give it to someone. Like whatever your talent is, whatever it is, you know, go do something. Be kind to the world. And even go. though you're going through shit, which is a divorce. Go, go spread cheer. Go, it, it really does help your heart and it makes you see how much you should be grateful for and how much abundance you do have in your life. And, you know, the fact that you have any family coming to see you, if it's one person, that's be, someone be that thankful. cared enough to be take grateful. time out of your 
Okay. Yeah. And so I think, I think Christmas spirit, you know, especially when you don't have little kids is, you know, goodwill, like give, it really is that cliche goodwill to man. tell your neighbor, make some cookies for your neighbor. Doesn't cost that much money. If you can paint, paint a reef, paint something, do something for somebody else. Take someone on a walk. Hey, a neighbor that goes walking all the time. She's always by herself. Hey, you want a partner to go walk with you? Do that. Do something out of the ordinary. For a walk. Do, there's, there's so many things that don't cost money. It just costs you a little bit of your time, which, you know, is valuable. But you also have enough of it. If you can spend five hours on your phone, you can spend a half an hour walking an elderly neighbor's dog or going to talk to your elderly neighbor that doesn't yep. have anybody visiting you. So. I was going to ask for parting words, but you pretty much slam dunked that. Sweetheart. Find your Christmas spirit, even yep. if you're sad. Yep. Yeah. All right, everybody. Our we want you guys to have a great Christmas and New Year's. And next podcast, we'll get off the Christmas blues and get onto some good stuff. Some we should do stuff. our podcast live from our, our Christmas party dinner. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. All right. We're going to dinner. All right. <laughs> we, we will talk about that. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.